Saving money on your outdoor project? Now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe in the Cowboys podcast. I'm Paul Catalina here on the Believe Podcast Network, Dallas's number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team in Dallas and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? Please, if you like the show, subscribe on iTunes, rate us on iTunes, or wherever you find your podcasts. It is CBA time in the NFL. The collective bargaining agreement has been sent to the players. What does this mean for the Cowboys? Well, there are several things going on with the new CBA that will affect the Cowboys, one of which is the much-talked-about two tags that were available this season. Potentially, had there not been a new CBA agreed on, the Cowboys could have used the franchise and transition tags to lock up two of their free agents to make sure they did not hit the open market. Now, ideally, this could have been used to make sure that Dak Prescott, who was never going to hit the open market, or Amari Cooper would not hit the open market at the same time. But the NFL is not going to push that deadline. The players are voting over the next week on the new CBA as the language has been finalized. So that means the Cowboys will only have one tag. The franchise tag, which they will use on Dak Prescott over Amari Cooper if they don't get a deal done by next week. Now, I have many theories on how this could shake out over the next few days. But the most prevailing one is that the Cowboys may get both those deals done before it because Jerry's long-lasting theory and long-lasting belief, not even a theory, it's a belief, is that deadlines make deals. It's what happened with Zeke Elliott. It's what happened with Des Bryant. It's what happened with so many different players along down the line. Deadlines make deals. That's what Jerry likes to do. Deadlines make deals. So remember that next week when you're kind of white-knuckling and sweating out like, oh, what's going to happen with Dak and Amari? I think at least one of them, if not both, will get signed by next week. The other thing that that means the two tags can't help with, unless they get both of them done, they could franchise and keep Byron Jones. I still think the Cowboys, no matter what happens, are going to let Byron Jones get into free agency. I think the really bad news about Byron Jones is that he's probably going to wind up in the division. That's what usually happens, and I say that because the Eagles have a massive need at cornerback. And they have cap room, and they can go get Byron Jones. 
I think that's where he's going to wind up. I think he's going to wind up getting about $17 million a year, if not $18 million a year. And for a very short time, he'll be the highest paid cornerback in the history of the NFL. That will end once Jalen Ramsey signs his deal as he's an impending free agent with the Rams. But once Jalen Ramsey signs his deal, that'll be all over. That he'll be the highest paid cornerback in the league. But the CBA is coming. It's coming down the line the next week. And this will you know have 10 years of labor peace. And it's going to be, I think it's going to be probably a little bit tighter. It's not going to be an overwhelming majority. All they need is 50% plus one. So one person over the 50% line to pass it. And that's going to happen. A lot of the star players have come out against this. But the guys on the bottom of the roster, the the 50 first, second, and third guys, those are the guys who are voting for it because it means more money for them. Raises the rookie minimums. A lot of different things go on. Another key thing in the CBA is the new substance abuse policy. Players can no longer get suspended from games for substance abuse. That means positive marijuana tests are only going to trigger at worst fines. No more suspensions for positive marijuana tests. This is something the NFL Players Association has been working on a long time. And it's something that the NFL really had to look at. In that you have an opioid crisis going on in America. Tons of people addicted to prescription opioid painkillers. And, you know, when you're giving players Toradol and... Oxycontin and oxycodone and all these different things that then hydrocodone, all that they could take, you're creating addicts down the line. I've been to 10 different Super Bowls on Radio Row, and there's countless players who come up and talk about, you know, their fights through addiction and all the different things that happened. You know, from Ryan Leaf to Randy Grimes to, um, You know, Stedman Bailey, like tons of different players who dealt with these different kind of things and how they've, you know, a lot of people treat Kyle Turley, uh, treat their issues with marijuana and they want or CBD products, which are now the rage all over the place. And the NFL had to get to a point where they were in a healthy spot there because they're conflicting. They're talking about the long-term health of their players and all this, and there's an opioid crisis going on. Marijuana, you know, the research is not fully fleshed out, but we know it's a lot much better for you than opioids are, which are terrible for you. And so the league had to get to a spot on this. Now the players... You know, what do they give up in this? They play an extra game. They get more money. You know, there's probably going to be something down the line that the players don't uh, like that they gave up for for marijuana, but it's going to stop the suspensions. So what does that mean for the Cowboys? Well, it means that two guys, one of whom is likely to come back and the other one is not, if they're reinstated, could come back to the Cowboys. And that are that's Randy Gregory and David Irving. So as long as Randy Gregory was doing everything he should have done during his suspension, when he replies for reinstatement, what he was doing before isn't a crime. And Randy Gregory is a player in the Cowboys locker room who is very well liked and very well respected and very cared for. And he can help the Cowboys probably not as much as everybody you know wants him to or thought 
you know, at the at the peak of his abilities. But with a lack of depth at defensive end, that's somebody that could help them come back on the roster and could help them. And then the whole up and down about his marijuana stuff, it's over. It's over for him. And we don't really know what what went on with Randy Gregory and what the depths of that issue was. But he could certainly help the Cowboys in a depth, at least from a depth perspective, right there with just depth at that position going into the offseason, going into training camp because of potentially losing Robert Quinn. And the future for Tyrone Crawford, to me, is a little bit murky. He's been injured the last couple years. You know, how much can he really give you? Randy Gregory, nice little piece depth-wise going forward, at least if you have, you know, concerns about what the rotation at defensive end will be. The other one, and this is a much bigger wild card, and I don't think he'd come back to the Cowboys, and it has nothing to do with marijuana, but it's David Irving. Because he said, he was interviewed a couple weeks ago, and he said that he has applied for reinstatement, knowing that the CBA would you know, wipe out his marijuana suspension. But David Irving was a player who, towards the end of his tenure with the Cowboys, it wasn't about the marijuana, unless it was just making him lazy, which it can do that. Unless it was just making him lazy, he was just not showing up and doing the little things that the team did together. Tank Lawrence, Tyrone Crawford, Malik Collins, guys trying to get him in to do the extra work, the extra film work, the extra things. Sean Lee trying to get David Irving in to do those things for the Cowboys. Or, hey, let's meet off the field, away from the field. Let's have dinner. Let's do this. He was constantly not showing up for those things. And that's the kind of thing that will get you run out of a team because the team doesn't trust you anymore. So if the Cowboys brought him back in, that would be a big okay, he's got to make some concessions to this is my life now. And he just, at that point, did not want to be a professional football player anymore. At all. Which was, it's kind of unbelievable to a lot of people. In that, here's someone who could very easily make a ton of money on the open market because of what he was as a pass rusher from the defensive tackle position, and he just didn't do it. Yeah, David Irving, to your casual fan, your intense fan, whatever, was just kind of a was puzzling because when you have an opportunity to make more money than you've ever made in your life just for signing your name on a piece of paper, whether it be with the Cowboys or any other team that could have signed him, and and we don't know if the Cowboys would have gotten in that you know into that free agent bidding war with David Irving had he hit the open market, but he would have made a lot of money had he just stayed right, and he didn't. And now some team, maybe the Cowboys, maybe somebody else, if he really wants to play, could get him on a song. But with David Irving, you just have to kind of take it as it comes because the guy was just a little bit all over the place when he was with the Cowboys. So the CBA is out there. The player is going to be voting on it. And it could change a lot of things. The 17th game, extra teams in the playoffs, which the Cowboys, I don't think, would have been the extra team last year in the playoffs. But 
it creates some new excitement and some new things that players are going to have to deal with. You know, the 17th game, I think most of them are fine with it because they're going to get more money, especially now that they wiped away the thing that capped the the 17th game at $100,000, which was just silly because if you're not going to get the, the same amount of your contract, the salary cap's going to go up. That's the other thing that you got to think about with this new CBA is the salary cap is just going to continue to go up and up and up. And one of the reasons that the owners wanted to get the CBA done now this year, even though it doesn't expire until after next year, one of the things that expires after next year in the coming couple of years are the TV and streaming deals. In fact, the NFL has sent a court case to the Supreme Court to investigate the AT&T DirecTV deal, the NFL Sunday ticket, to see if they are if they can legally break up the streaming instead of having to sell a whole package for $300 a year that you could just buy the Cowboys if you're out of market. You could just buy the Buccaneers or the Rams or whoever you want to watch. You can have an a la carte basis, which I think is it's obviously where we are headed in the world in the cord cutting and all these different things and streaming that you can have an a la carte service for the NFL. Major League Baseball has it. The NHL has it. I don't think the NBA has it, but you can get your team in a lot of different leagues, so they have to look at that and see about their deal and see if they can get it changed. I believe that they will. I also think that AT&T DirecTV's exclusive hold on the on the NFL is about to end. I mean, DirecTV is probably going to transition out of the you got to have a satellite dish to have it. But I do think that, you know, they've had it since 1994, the NFL Sunday ticket. I think that's probably going to come to an end and you'll see a, a streaming service like Amazon. I really do think Amazon, especially with a lot of stuff that they've done with the NFL lately, is positioning themselves to be a home for the NFL. You'll be able to go on your Amazon Fire Stick or Amazon Prime and get the NFL game you want. And you'll be able to, you know, even if you maybe don't sign up for the whole season, you'll be able to say, you know what, I'm, I'm out of market. I want to watch, you know, the Cowboys are not on. I'll pay $6.99 to watch this one game. You know, the Cowboys are probably one of the worst examples when it comes to out of market games because no matter where you are, at least eight of their 16 games are going to be the game of the week. You know, they're going to be the Fox game, the NBC game, the CBS game. They're the game of the week because of the ratings that the Cowboys bring. So that's another thing that, that will change because of the CBA. And it's one of the reasons the CBA has been kind of accelerated down through the list more than it would have been maybe in the past where, again, Jerry's favorite phrase, deadlines make deals. The last CBA, you know, there was a short little lockout. I mean, not long enough for anybody to remember. Nobody missed any games. Training camp started a little bit late. But, you know, 10 years ago, there was it, there was labor strife. Well, that's not that's not really going on now. Nobody wants a lockout. Everybody sees the the money potential involved. Now there are some big name players, Aaron Rodgers, JJ Watt, Richard Sherman, among them that have spoken out against the new CBA because they just don't think it's a good thing. But it's coming. It's going to get voted in, and we'll have a lot of changes. The chief among them is that the salary cap will go up. And the salary cap going up maybe means that some teams can 
convince some guys to to maybe take less money at the front end to get more money at the back end or longer term deals or they'll be able and maybe that's not the best way to put it but they might be able to sign some players that they wouldn't think that they could sign because they know the salary caps going up in the next couple of years and it's going to be exponential over the life of this CBA so players teams will be able to keep their players players will be able to stay and maybe won't see as much testing of the open market we'll see more extensions done beforehand So I wanted to get into the CBA today. I want your thoughts. Tweet me, Paul Catalina, at Paul Catalina on Twitter. I want to know your thoughts on the new CBA. Who you want the Cowboys to keep if they can? Do you want them to keep Byron Jones? Your thoughts on the money that Dak and Amari, what they should do to make sure they keep everybody. Malik Collins, another impending free agent, could be a, a pretty big loss if they don't replace him in the draft early on a lot of things to think about i'll answer your questions on monday again tweet me paul catalina on twitter at paul catalina tweet at me send me your questions send me your thoughts or shoot me an email paul catalina at icloud.com paul catalina at icloud.com that's c-a-t-a-l-i-n-a one of your thoughts on the cowboys and the offseason in the CBA. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the Believe Podcast Network. Like us, subscribe, do all that. This is the Believe in the Cowboys podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Talk to you on Monday, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.